Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Tiger, thanks for joining us here on the Business Ninjas podcast. We're excited to learn more about your company and how you're helping your customers succeed. Uh, so maybe we could start with just covering the basics, you know, the company name, the website, uh, where people can find you, and then where you're based. Great, great. Yeah, thanks for having me, Jamie. So um, I am one of the senior managing directors here at Atlantic Group, and we are, our main office is, is in New York, but we have offices in Philly, Boston, London, Chicago. Uh, primarily, we focus on um, middle and back office for account, you know, accounting and finance rules for private equity firms, hedge funds. I would say that's probably 80 to 85% of our business. Okay. Um, in addition to that, you know, we also provide um, consulting services to the same clients, um, could be in, you know, financial services or outside of financial services. Um, we also have um, a healthcare practice we where we, I don't really dabble a lot in that, but I know we like, you know, face up a lot of like, you know, healthcare practitioners, um, therapists. Again, I don't know that that side of the business too much, but I know it's growing a lot. And then we also yeah. have a technology team that helps um, our clients with placements in the technology space. Excellent. Okay. And maybe you can give us a little bit of bio about your the arc of your career and how you came to this opportunity that you're, you're succeeding with today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a great story. So uh, by background, you know, I, I was in banking. I worked at JP Morgan, worked at Merrill Lynch. Uh, when I lo- left my role at Merrill and I was meeting with recruiters, you know, I realized what's important to me is culture and, and people. And someone talked me into being a recruiter, which was seven years ago at this point, seven and a half years ago. Um, my first job was um, at a pretty large publicly traded um, recruiting firm. And I gave it a shot. I thought I was bad at recruiting, but I think I just needed good training and I ended up meeting the folks at Atlantic Group and, you know, the rest is history. So as, a, as a rookie recruiter uh, back in 2017 and kind of grew among the ranks and now uh, manage a team of about seven or eight staff. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. And how, how long has the Atlantic Group been going, roughly? Um, I believe we've been around as a firm probably 12, 13 years. So the founders of my firm used to be, you know, they were both in finance. I think one was a CFO at a private equity firm and then one was in public accounting, if I remember correctly. And they used to both work at a recruiting firm. And, you know, one day they were like, oh, let's start our own firm. And they started the firm back in 2012, um, you know, with one office in New York. And since then we've grown to seven offices. Wow, that's a lot. And and did the... um kind of focus of the company shift over time or, you know, the verticals that you are after and that sort of thing, or was it roughly the same mix when they launched, do you think? Um, I, I think it's, it's, it's been the same. I would say the bulk of our business, our bread and butter is middle and back office accounting and finance roles for private equity firms, hedge funds, uh, you know, real estate, venture capital, uh, and because we have these relationships with our clients, you know, it's like a one-stop shop for them. So if they needed a, you know, chief compliance officer, they come to us. If they needed a head of valuations, they come to us. They need a general counsel, they come to us. Because 
you know, we have a great network of people who work here um, and the leadership at our firm have probably have a collective experience of over a hundred years. And, um, you know, that's why we have those relationships and that's why, you know, clients keep coming back to us because, you know, a lot of people think recruiting is a sales business. It's not, it's a relationship building business. Right. Yeah. I would imagine. So, uh, and on that front, I'm wondering what the relationships were like with your clients during the COVID era. So you're, you know, it seems like you were right at the inflection point of all these changing government and company policies, um, you know, staffing people up and down, et cetera, during a challenging time. So what, what was that like? How, how did you help everybody navigate through that? It was kind of scary. Not going <laughs> to lie. I had just moved to a new apartment. My rent had gone. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to lose my job. Uh, but COVID is probably one of my best years and not just me, uh, for, uh, for a few of us. Uh, it took some time to, you know, get the client comfortable in scheduling Zoom interviews instead of in person. Um, and I think it took probably two to three months where it was slow. We were trying to figure out and navigate like how we're going to do interviews, how we're going to do onboarding. Um, and not just the clients, you know, someone, you know, a candidate was a good candidate. Uh, you know, would be pretty hesitant to make a move during the pandemic where they haven't met anybody in person. They will start remotely. Um, and, you know, I still am in touch with some of the folks that I placed in that peak COVID time in 2020. And they're still at my clients that I placed them at, and they're very happy. So that's great. Uh, yeah. 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 I definitely needed some um, some coaching on both both ends, you know, talking to the candidates talking to the clients and um it's been it's been going pretty well wow and then has the the, the reality that you had to go through and, and just in terms of the mechanics of you know online interviews and that sort of thing has that stayed in place now or are people doing more of a hybrid push or what's the mix that you see now compared to what it was in you know mid to late 2020 so um so most most firms these days are either on a three and two schedule or a four and one. Um, okay. You know, they're, they'll be in the office Monday, uh, like Tuesday through Thursday um, and work remote Monday, Monday and Friday or four and one. Um, but sometimes firms have to, you know, kind of set that firm policy. But managers usually have discretion. It's like, hey, you know what? You can come two days instead of three. Um, I would say that because of that that COVID era, um, a lot of times we'll talk to candidates and we're like, oh, I want a fully remote job. Um, so those, you know, those are some of the candidates and clients like, you know, where we have trouble finding the right talent um, for those clients where it's like, hey, these folks are expecting fully remote because everyone's been in the been at home for the last two years and asking them to come to the office if two days a week, you know. For some people, it seems like a big, big ask, but for a lot of folks that we're talking, it's like, you know what? I actually want to go to the office. I don't want a job that's remote. Right. And it, it seems also that a lot of the industries that you're working in have, uh, you know, they're heavily regulated industries and, and probably just the work from home mechanics of being able to make sure that the security side of the house is happy and all of that has got to be a heavy lift, I, I would assume. Um, so is yeah. that, is that, expanded sort of the talent pool that you can pull from now or you know if everybody's kind of sorted through those growing pain issues of going with with remote people are you still um you know looking for people that are mostly close to where the company is or or you know do you have a, a talent pool of people that are kind of global nomads at this point 
So depending on the, the nature of the firm and what they're looking for, if it's a consulting firm, you know, that's trying to outsource to, to different um, clients of theirs, uh, you know, those those folks have more flexibility on like, hey, we, we can have this person sit anywhere as their home office and they can travel to clients as needed. Uh, you know, like I said, majority of our clients are in the private equity space. So um, even if they are in the office two days a week, versus five, they would want this person to be in New York. Um, you know, expecting someone to, let's say, commute from Philly to New York two days a week might sound okay in the short term, but, uh, you know, we're talking about long term and the clients don't want to take any risks because when they do hire someone, you know, number one, they pay us a fee. And also it's an investment that they have to make in that particular candidate as a, as a right. talent. So they're very, very, um, you know, on edge if there's relocation or, you know, someone says like, hey, I live here now, but I'm happy to commute two days a week, three hours each way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What's that going to look like in month six, I guess, is the concern. Yeah. And, yeah. and so how are you reaching out to, uh, you, you know, the the folks that you want to do business with now? Is it mostly, you know, kind of word of mouth and referrals inside of a, a relatively well-known industry or are you able to kind of branch out, you know, maybe via social media channels or something like that to, to engage with potentially new customers? So, um, you know, not going with, like we're, we're in a, in a really um, good position where we don't have to go out and do business development. Um, like I mentioned, like it's all about relationships. Um, yeah. You know, some of the, the co-founders and the managing partners at my firm, you know, they've been in the industry for 15, 20, 25 years. So it's about who you know. And like, that's what I learned from them when I joined the firm, you know, six years ago. And, you know, six years later, I get calls from clients like, hey, I need a CFO. You know, we haven't spoken in two years, but I thought of you. So it's our relationships. And, you know, we don't really have to go out and do business development too much. Um, it's all just word of mouth, who you know. That's great. Right. On. Yeah. yeah, that's where those relationships really pay off over the long haul. All yeah. right. Well, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. It sounds like you're not only have weathered what was a storm for a lot of people, but kind of thrived through it and are now on an upward trajectory again. So that's awesome. Congrats on that. Yeah. And uh, it's yeah. going to be fun to watch you guys continue to succeed in 2023. Of course. Of course. Thanks for having me. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io, and schedule a time to meet with us, and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.